0: Oh, and welcome to the High School Musical Show, where we talk about high school musicals and not high school musical. I am the conservative Christian activist protesting outside of the theater, Andy.
1: And I am your lord and savior, Megan (laughs) Peugeot.
0: Oh, that hit me. That hit me so good today, (laughs) Megan, because I... Audiences at home, I just need you to know that in consuming the media for this episode, I went on a full, like, Vietnam War flashback <laughs> of just abject horror and discomfort. And I think, really, you're to blame, Megan, for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what can I say? Oh, what a time. What a time yeah. it was.
0: <laughs> what What show are we talking about today, Megan?
1: Oh, we are talking about the Jesus-loving classic, Godspell.
0: Prepare ye the way of the Lord. It was composed uh, by Stephen Schwartz with book by John Michael Tebelak. And it first uh, opened off-Broadway in 1971 and then opened on Broadway in 1976. Wow, Megan, we finally got to the Jesus musicals. Listen,
1: I feel like you gotta do at least one. There are so many private schools out there and also a whole swath of the US and the Bible Belt that oh, yeah. you know these shows are getting done.
0: Oh yeah. I'm I listen, of I feel like there's a big three of Jesus musicals.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Godspell. Yep. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yep. Joseph and the Technicolor Dream Code. Mm-hmm. And I
1: have done two out of those three shows.
0: <laughs> and I guarantee we will talk about all three. I oh, for sure. It. Because it, the I feel like these shows are only made for children to dance in front of their happy Christian parents.
1: I would say except for Jesus Christ Superstar. That's true, a little true, true, bit true. edgy for the yeah. youths.
0: Um, <laughs> I would also say of those big three, they kind of represent like a spectrum of like. Yes. Mo- Coming your uh, designated pastor's kit here. Um, <laughs> as far as like, I feel like. Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat is like four churches and four yep. like, uh, like youth camps to perform for their parents. Yes, and then Jesus Christ Superstar is for people who were raised in the church but aren't Christian anymore <laughs> and want things to look critically at Christianity and the church and Jesus. And then Godspell is like right in the middle. It's, yep. It, it depending on the production, it could go one way or the other. mm Hmm. Um. Why don't <laughs> this is probably our most simple show we've talked about so far. Yeah. as far as like plot and and concept. So oh, Meg- for sure, Megan. Do you want to walk us through like a loose plot summary?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So essentially. This show is just the book of Matthew in the New Testament of Mm -hmm. the Bible. So it starts from when Jesus starts being like Jesus, like not just a kid. (laughs) He's like doing cool shit. Um, Starts there. We walk through a bunch of like the fun happy time parables. And then in act two, uh, that's when we deal with like essentially the passion of Christ or like the crucifixion when shit gets dark and then he dies. Yeah. It's and that's very, the story.
0: Like, it's story is very generous because there are essentially like three or four actual plot points in the show.
1: Yes which is actually interesting because this is a really great example of the concept musical, which mm. started in the 1970s and was a big thing, started with company. Uh, you also see it in like a chorus line. It's a big thing in this era of musical theater, uh, very new at the time to be like, what if instead of doing a linear plot, we just like muse on a theme for two and a half hours to song. Right. Uh, and so you very much feel that, especially in act one of this show.
0: Yes. The the only like set points within the story is are like John the Baptist baptizes Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we don't get another plot point until essentially act two when yes. Jesus confronts the Pharisees. Yes. And then we go through the crucifixion and the Last yeah. Supper and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else is just confetti. Everything else is just like singing and talking through Jesus's lessons for the world.
1: Yeah. All of Act 1 feels like I don't know how many of you were raised in some form of Christianity and did vacation Bible school, but they all feel like vaguely they could have been songs yeah. from that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the history of the show is so fascinating to me, just like on paper. Do you know anything about how the show came to be? Not very much. Um so John Michael Tebalak, I hope I'm pronouncing that last name correctly. I I it, I'm just using my best guess. We're doing our best. Yeah. Um. So he wrote Godspell as his master's thesis as at Carnegie oh, Mellon University. Oh, interesting. Um, and it he it it was performed at Carnegie Mellon. Melon. I don't know. I don't fucking care what your how your what how your university is spelled or is pronounced. I don't give a shit. Um and and people from the original Broadway cast and from the movie appeared in that production. Um and uh, it just kind of swelled from there two weeks from his deadline for his thesis he still hadn't written anything and he had been fascinated by the gospel so he attended an easter service uh in 1970 wearing overalls and a t-shirt and as he was leaving a police officer frisked him for drugs He said, quote, I left with the feeling that rather than rolling the rock away from the tomb, they were piling more on. I went home, took out my manuscript, and worked it to completion in a nonstop frenzy. And I feel like the the original production and kind of the general vibe of a lot of productions is setting this story in this kind of summer of love, hippie era kind of vibe. And I feel like... That's really interesting. I don't know. what, what What's your overall take on, on the musical?
1: I was having a hard time, like, going back and listening through the show and really parsing out, like, what I thought of the show and mm-hmm. the songs in and of themselves versus, like, my sense memory of doing the show and, right. like, the emotions that invoked. Um I mean, listen, it's not, like, my favorite show of all time. If I was, like, shows I want to listen to, this is not going to be at the top of mm-hmm. the list. But there are, like, I don't know, certain songs or, like, aspects of the show that I do really love and that I think are really beautiful. I, I think the show is definitely very emblematic of its time. Like, right. like you said, this was a 1971 was when it first came out and, like, I feel like it's very clearly positioned in that
0: right, right. genre. It, it came at a really important time. It also weirdly came at a very important time for Christianity. Um, yeah. Coming out of the 1960s, like there was uh, this kind of losing appeal of christianity and godspell weirdly like came at a time when it was like oh christianity can be for young people as well in this kind of free loving hippie whatever um yeah i i overall i agree with you there's um, like there's some really fun songs here and, and, and throughout the show and Even the songs that I don't particularly like, they are, like, kind of infectious. So, like, they're at least Mm -hmm. entertaining. Um, The thing I hate about this show, I mean, there's multiple (laughs) things I hate about this show, Uh just to be clear. Um, But, like, every single song requires to be sung with the most, like, face-splitting smile that, like, it sickens me. (laughs) It's just like you yeah. have to be grinning your f- fucking ass off for all of these songs because it's just like the thing.
1: Yeah, particularly act one. We're like, we're yeah. going to give you a slow acoustic opening and then we're going to hard rock and we're yeah. all just going to smile and be like, fuck yeah, go God.
0: Go Jesus. Are there any um, <laughs> are there any standouts for you? What, what are some songs that you particularly really like?
1: I would say my favorite song in the show uh, is By My Side, Mm -hmm. which is a ballad in the second act. I just think it's so beautiful. Like it makes me cry a little bit every time I hear it. It's and I mean that also has a certain amount to do with like our production, but like I just think it's such a beautiful song. And even if you pull it like out of the context of the show and just listen to it, like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's like it's poetry. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. For context for people who didn't just watch the show, um, and most song, most of the songs and the musical don't really require that much context cuz there's not much context to be had mm-hmm. um but by my side is essentially like the cast of, uh, a woman is shunned and she asks Jesus to take her with him uh as he walks away and and this is where we get you know the first foretelling of Judas's betrayal it's it's mm-hmm. interesting to me I, I Megan, I'll be honest. I really like this I, no no joke. This musical literally sent me back to my Christian years because the oh, entire I totally get that. The entire time I was watching it, I was just like pick, picking apart the points where I was like, "Oh yeah, my dad would my my family would have a problem with that. My uh, my church would have a problem with that. Like this is not mm-hmm. biblical or whatever." It, this also might be a good point to say that like there are there are only like two actual characters in the show. Um, There's a full cast, and and that size can vary depending on on the production. Um, But the only two that actually matter are Jesus and John the Baptist. Um, And and John the Baptist is kind of folded into... The the actor who plays John the Baptist typically always plays Judas as well. Um, And everyone else kind of plays just like fractured versions of a single representation of humanity. Yes. Um it's like they price.
1: have a uh, specific kind of character traits but like in a lot of productions they just use the actors' names. Right. So it's very much like this could be anybody.
0: Mhm. Yeah, and they're not given like they they get bits but no one really goes on a journey. No one has an arc. No one has like Correct. A character. Correct. Yeah. Wh- which is honestly my main problem with this show. I I like stories because of character i like stories mm-hmm. because of development and that's not to say that like conceptual shows the concept musical can't have compelling character i think like company is an amazing show with really compa- compelling character arcs and journeys and mm-hmm. i just don't feel like god's godspell isn't really interested in character
1: um yes it's also very much uh, a star vehicle show where it's yeah. like the only person we're really trained to care about is Jesus, which generally is not my favorite thing. I'm much more of a fan of the ensemble show. Mm-hmm. Um So, yeah, I- I'm very... I agree with that. That's not my favorite aspect of the show.
0: I would actually... I think I'm going to disagree with you on that. Because yeah. I I don't think that this is a star vehicle. Obviously, Jesus is on stage the entire time. But, like, everyone has... He doesn't sing remarkably more than the other cast. And, like... Maybe this is coming from the movie production. I That's the version that I watched. And then mm-hmm. I watched a bunch of high school versions on YouTube, which mm-hmm. Jesus Christ save me. Um, but like everyone plays off of each other. And that's what I really like about the movie is that it does this interesting thing where like Jesus is, yes, kind of the main character. But like there isn't this like I don't know how to describe it. There's this like weird equality of time given to them all in the sense that like yeah jesus it is given an arc but it's very small and subtle but like they're all just playing off of each other um so i don't know i i i, I yeah. just think overall that like there's not like i mean character isn't really the point of the show
1: i would agree with that yeah i i think that's a fair assessment i guess from what what i was speaking more to is kind of like you mentioned The fact that I think out of any of the people in the show, if you're going to say anyone has a character arc, it would be Jesus. No one else really gets one. Mm -hmm. So I guess for me, that's the one thing where I'm like, I wish other characters had more agency in the show, I guess. Um, But yeah, I do agree that it is a very community kind of spirit Mm -hmm. show.
0: And I feel like the arc that Jesus gets isn't...
1: (sighs) It's not it, huge. It's primarily in like the latter half of Act Two,
0: and it's also not like an arc that is fueled by choices of a character. It's ar- and yes. it's an arc that like we know the story of Jesus, so let's start walking down that path. Yes, you know, like there's mm-hmm. no buildup of tension or like uh, you know what's gonna happen. You know what's gonna happen, and so did the like the characters do too. Like we're all just yes. like walking towards it. Um, as far as standouts for me, um. I I really like all for the best it's this song between mm-hmm. uh, Jesus and Judas where they're essentially uh, it, it actually has comes from one of my favorite moments in the show where like the apostles are uh uh, giving jesus the beatitudes and he's finishing them and saying bless blah 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 um and then john the baptist kind of morphs into this judas character and he directs this final beatitude about persecution for jesus and it (coughs) makes jesus really uncomfortable and he suddenly like changes the subject and they start singing all for the best which is talking about like all of the suffering in the world, you know, don't worry about it because it's all gonna turn out fine. Um, And then Jesus and Judas do this little soft step, soft shoe dance together growing old, never feeling Your cold, from thin air. Your wife best best in every town, best down, best a what Again, like not a very compelling character moment, but like it's a very fun Very fun. It's like, and the counterpoint that they're singing is just so catchy and like. What I will say that a and we might have to cut this. I I don't know when the last time you saw the movie was. Um, I'm guessing probably a long time ago.
1: Uh, Yeah, my senior year of high school.
0: Okay. So when when they're singing All for the Best, and they're singing about all these horrific tragedies that are going to befall you, and how, you know, everything's going to work out fine, and in the end, they're all for the best. um, They are singing it on top of the Twin Towers. Which, like, it's not their fault. This was made in the 70s. It's not their fault. But that's all I could think of when I was watching Oh, my God. That's all I could think about. I was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. This is so bad. (laughs) Oh, that has to stay in. (laughs) I just, like... (laughs) Oh
1: my God! Like, God, talk what... about foreshadowing. <laughs> it's
0: so bad. It's and I felt bad for noticing, but like. Oh. <laughs> it, God. <it's>... The. <laughs> it, it... <laughs> That's insane. And like, there's there's nothing they can do. There's no way they could have known. No one knew. No one knew. No one knew knew the day of. It's not anyone's fault. It's just. But wow, the irony. The dramatic irony is very (laughs) thick. Um, I will. So, I think because this is a concept show, I think it, it it would behoove us um to discuss kind of the aesthetic a little bit more um so like like we mentioned the original show was kind of built into this like flower child hippie child of love kind of vibe so the movie version was made in 1973 which by that time kind of hippie culture had kind of already made its way into the mainstream um so they kind of make the disciples and jesus more like harlequin clown like how how does that kind of aesthetic kind of speak to you Megan how do you feel about it
1: I mean I remember watching the movie like to get a sense of the show to prep for like auditions when I was in high school and I remember being like what the fuck is this show the whole clown thing is a little weird for me a little off-putting Um, But I do love the vibe of just, like, the free love kind of, like, hippie era and, like, Mm -hmm. placing that as, like, this is, you know, Jesus and his apostles. They are these people, which I think is really interesting and kind of a bold thing to say at the time considering so much of, like, the... Uh, kind of conservative population at that time, or more religious population, was very like anti hippie, anti, you know, because it was going against cultural right. norms. Right, and so I think it's interesting to position kind of like the holiest of people as those people that were kind of looked down on by society.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can't find where they said this, but I was reading a review of this show, and they. Said, like, God spells only real rule is to, like, rock out and be relevant to youth. Um, and yeah. this show, because it is so bare bones, and because there is no, there's essentially no book to speak of, they just sing. Yes, it's
1: very short. They, when they, they, they are speaking, they're essentially just saying parables,
0: yeah, they, they're just quoting from the Bible, and so you can. It it is a show that begs to be adapted to any situation, yes. any time period, any mm-hmm. anywhere, um, and the music is also really adaptable and really changeable and and uh, leans itself towards that. I so I. I, I watched, like I said, a couple versions on YouTube of high school productions, and a lot of them kind of follow that kind of Harlequinny, clowny aesthetic. But they were also like, hey, this is more of like a hipstery version. This is more of a um punk rock version. Um and which I think is really compelling. I, I maybe not compelling is the right word, but I really appreciate a show that designs itself to say, hey, as opposed to like Bye Bye Birdie, which is, yes. you cannot adapt that show. It is soaked in the 1950s, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this show is saying, fuck period, like set set yeah. us in Jesus' time if you want, or set us on the moon. Like everything we're yep. singing about is going to still be relevant. And I think mm-hmm. there's something really compelling and and, and interesting about that.
1: Yeah. And I think that's how musicals can kind of stand the test of time a little bit in stories in general when they're not so soaked in period that it's like we're musing on a theme yeah. and that theme is going to be relevant regardless of whenever and wherever the mm-hmm. show is set. So you have a lot of freedom with that. Yeah. I really like the opening song in the show, Tower of Babel. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a very cool acapella song where essentially all the people come out and they're all representing different uh, philosophers. Listen, this song single-handedly got me through my high school ethics class because I'd heard it so many times that I was like, I know what everyone stands for in like a cute little eight bar count. Mm -hmm. Uh... And it's very fun. Also, if you like this kind of music, go listen to the musical Octet. Very cool, kind of similar vibe. Uh, very fun show. Now I know um, not to listen to But I'm to also Octet. just a sucker for the acapella.
0: True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Megan, let me walk you through some of the reasons why this show and everyone who does it is going to hell. Sure. Um, uh, so the main and biggest controversy that I'm sure you could guess, any Any guesses?
1: Um, is it the fact that Jesus does not rise at the end?
0: Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Which, okay. I, Christians really want just like, they want to be spoon fed. I don't fucking get it. They like, (laughs) Jesus dies at the end of the musical plot twist. Jesus dies. Um, and they carry him off stage while singing, prepare ye the way of the Lord, which to me, because I have high critical thinking skills, is like obviously an abstract portrayal of the re- resurrection. Yes. Because, also
1: that song gets very upbeat at the end. It's yes. not a mournful dirge. It becomes a party song and the actor who plays Jesus always comes back out at the end.
0: Yes. Yes. But That's a fucking <laughs> resurrection. But they're all upset because there's not like, oh, we're mourning and then a bright shining light and Jesus is alive <laughs> and then we sing Prepare ye the way of the Lord, which like oh, God. I I don't uh, I don't understand that issue. Um, But also, okay, so I did read an article called The Blasphemy of Godspell. Thank you very much. Love it. And and yes, the resurrection aspect is 100% the biggest issue. The rest is like... I would argue like semantics, which, I mean, that's all that Christianity is. (laughs) I feel Uh like they should spend time arguing about semantics. A lot of people take offense to the kind of clownish portrayal, which I don't really I don't get that either because it's obviously just kind of a way to in the movie. It's set in 1970s, New York, and Mm -hmm. all of the apostles are just living their lives as like normal people in New York until they hear the call of John the Baptist and then are inducted into this kind of clownish portrayal by Jesus. And I feel like that's a very clear, like, metaphor for how Jesus kind of took these people into this countercultural idea.
1: Yeah. I, this... Showing counterculture in the modern day versus, like, what counterculture would have been like back then.
0: Mm-hmm. This is, yeah. is going to be hard because... I'm just going to be saying all of these things and we're both going to be like, yeah, that's crazy. Why are they doing that? That's crazy. <laughs> um, I think Overall, like the rest of the stuff, like people are complaining that there isn't blood on stage because Jesus died. And there's something with his blood. Oh, Colossus goodness. clean and there's not blah, 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 blah. Um, there's we're also- not
1: doing Stations of the Cross. We're just very yeah, quickly going through the death.
0: It's also, it's not. A church thing, it's not a church yes. thing like it's 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 not for that like it's uh, th- there's also just like the show doesn't spend a lot of time about like redemption it 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 is a very abstract show, and there's not a lot of like the show doesn't get into the theology of it. They don't get into like the the semantics of Jesus's like prophetic role as the messiah um Mm -hmm. which again yeah no one gives a shit it's like it's not for that um and then there is the connection between like rock and roll and christianity which like i don't know if you're you were ever plugged into this but there is a very large debate within christian christian churches not so much anymore i feel like um but even among like should worship bands have drums like that is a big deciding factor Whoa, for a lot seriously of, uh, yes 100 percent. like some churches are like adamantly against having drums um because it's too much like rock and roll and that's uh,
1: wild yeah
0: and this the music in this show is so like gospely and soulful and rock and like yes uproarious so like i if you're someone who thinks that dramas are from the devil, then like sure I totally <laughs> get why you would feel that way. Um but overall, I I also found this this um <laughs> article from this site called Got Questions. Your questions, biblical answers. And uh they kind of present it as like it is very it is not nearly as like blasphemous as Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. Um but because it is so open to interpretation, it really just depends on the production, whether or not you are uh, in a God-fearing production or not. Um, sure. Because, because it's so loose, you could really make it very true to the gospel and, like, make it very, like, a worship service. Or mm-hmm. you could go, like, way out of left field, you know. And, and yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why I respond to this better than I thought I would. Why do we think um, high schools and, and churches and community theaters are, are doing this show so much?
1: I think like for the most part, this show, like you said, it kind of falls in that sweet spot of not too blasphemous. So I think a lot of like private schools can get away with doing it. Right. Um. It's also just like the way that the music is written. It's not crazy vocal acrobatics, like if you listen to some of the recordings, you can definitely hear like, well, oh, they're opting up and doing all sorts of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But like music as written, definitely very doable for high schoolers. Yeah. And then if you have like uber talented vocalists, they can go off and do fun crazy things. But you're not stuck to like, a you know, this is not Phantom of the Opera where your show lives or dies by the talent of your people.
0: Right. Uh, I'm not against having shows about religion i'm not against having interpretations of the gospel um obviously that was a really big part of my growing up and so i don't i don't mind engaging with it and in, in it but like with this show it is essentially just them being taught jesus and these disciples going through all of these parables but mm-hmm. they they don't matter the parables aren't related to what the cast is going through, what Jesus is going through. They right. don't... F- f- case in point, in the movie, they rearrange so many of the songs and so many of the parables. Yep, and because it still- truly doesn't matter
1: yeah. what order they come in.
0: It does not. It does not. And that, I guess, is what frustrates me. It'd be one thing if, like, we it was this concept play and the parables tied to the point in the play in which Jesus is going through his life and represent an escalating yeah you know like like, a
1: jukebox musical when you know we're telling the life story of carol king and we're gonna bring in songs to show where she is emotionally
0: yeah that's what i was thinking megan carol king and jesus very similar (laughs) (laughs) but no yeah i see your point yeah like I, i all of these parables mean nothing because they don't they,
1: They're not rooted in anything. Yeah.
0: It, it just seems like we start the show knowing how it's going to end, but like we sit through it anyway. Yeah. Which is kind of frustrating. Um, I will so. say Godspell has the interesting and kind of depressing distinction of being the first uh, professional musical sanctioned by actors equity to open in the U.S. Uh, at since the b- pandemic um it the Whoa. uh production in Pittsfield, massachusetts was the first show to be done uh after quarantine um and Damn. yeah i want to can i tell you a little bit about it megan yeah um so it was set inside of a tent behind the colonial theater which feels very churchy to me it feels so uh-huh, true to uh-huh. form um and all of the performers were 10 feet apart Uh, never they were all like on their own kind of seat separate from each other they never got broke quarantine protocol by getting close enough to each other um they all had masks that they wore whenever they needed to move um all the audience was also uh, uh separated from each other um and uh instead of Tower of the Babel. They kind of did a version of the Tower of the Babel where all of the actors talked about their lives since quarantine had begun and...
1: That's so interesting. ...kind of
0: ruminated on their fears about losing their careers, their fears about the pandemic, um, and, and this was obviously coming through the George Floyd protest, so they talked about the their fears during that and their anxieties and... Yeah, I think that... That's so cool. Yeah, You should look at some of the pictures. It seems like a really compelling production. They're all... They kind of ditch the hippie aesthetic and go for this kind of weird, like, denim playwear outdoorsy i mean to be honest Mm -hmm. a lot of these outfits i'm like yeah megan would wear that in her normal day because it's just like (laughs) oh yeah a denim jumpsuit with like a fun scarf like oh my god would wear that's it um but i think that that kind of shows a lot of like how mutable spell is and yeah. even if i don't particularly respond to it as as sharply as i do to some other interpretations of the gospels i think that kind of lends itself to being at least respected if not appreciated well said i'm a genius thank you um now everyone uh if you'll bow your heads uh and join me in a quick prayer uh we will head over into act two amen welcome back everyone uh hope you had a reflective and wonderful intermission um and i hope you just really honored god with your time with your 10 minute break um <laughs> now we mentioned it in act one um but the person who was in this god-filled show was megan Me. which honestly surprised me Surprises me that me as a pastor's kid was not ever in a Jesus play, and you were.
1: Right? Yeah, that's shocking to me.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was technically in like a Christmas pageant play, but like, sure, that's yes. its own thing. Oh we'll my god, who to. were you? Um, it was this weird modern adaptation. I was. I okay. think I I played one of the three wise men, who was like Very a street, cool. who was like a street vendor. Um, oh, oh my I, god, you
1: play a lot of street vendors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's something about it's because I'm foreign. I just have a swarthy, <laughs> like, whatever. Megan, you were in Got. Yes. Set it up for mm-hmm. me. Paint me a picture.
1: Oh, okay. So this show, this is my senior year of high school. This is that big senior musical. Ooh. Um, Interesting of setting up, you know, I've kind of talked about it before, but our kind of unofficial rule in the theater was if two people have to kiss, then we'll bring in a boy to do the show. But obviously no one's making out in this show. Right. Which means that we had an entirely female cast of Godspell. How
0: which edgy. Cool.
1: Edgy. I know. Yeah. Which meant that we were going to have uh, not female Jesus. It was kind of like androgynous yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like genderless. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, honestly... Go St. Mary's. That's a very cool move because I, know, yeah. uh, I don't think a lot of other schools would have been so chill with that.
0: Not a um, lot of private Catholic schools would have been really. Yeah. chill
1: with Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, our school is like always in the in the heat with the archdiocese. I mean, yeah, so. you're
0: you're in you're in that godless land of the Pacific Northwest. So Woohoo!
1: Maybe uh Yeah. So it was. I. Yeah. Who did you play? Who did you play? I played Jesus. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Wait, you
0: didn't? No. I thought oh, it, yeah. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, I was Jesus.
0: Praise be. <laughs> um, how do, how, okay, so I have so many questions about this production that we don't normally have. Um, yeah. Did you... did So going into this show... Did you have to watch it before? Like you, you had never really uh, experienced.
1: I it didn't know the show okay. like at all, so I watched the same movie that you watched. I watched mm. it with my dad, and I was like, "What the fuck is this show?" Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, but I just like wanted kind of context before mm. it. Um, I feel like it was like "Beautiful City" and like uh, "All for the Best" or something else that were like audition songs. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: Did you kind of get the sense going into it that, like, I'm – did you know what you were going to get? Or did you know you were going to get, like, a big role?
1: Um, I mean, I, n- I kind of had a sense not that I was going to get this role. I did audition for Jesus, but I had a sense that, like, I was probably going to end up somewhere within, like, that apostle group. Um, but
0: To be fair, Megan, what other fucking group is there? <laughs>
1: Well, what we had a group big show. So we had, like, that group of apostles. And then we also had this, like, dance chorus of five people that uh, was, like, the Holy sure. Spirit. Which okay. caused some contention with some of our religion professors. Because the show kind of, our version kind of implied that, like, the Holy Spirit was, like, getting Judas to do what he did. So there was very kind of, like, a free will stripped away mm-hmm. from that kind of thing that they didn't really like. But mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. Yeah. And then we just had a big, like general ensemble
0: okay okay so we had
1: like 50 people in the show
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um th- that that kind of touches on the thing that i'm most interested about did you since you went to a catholic school was there any discussion about the theological kind of implications of this show that you guys had
1: not really what? i mean i don't remember us like kind of i also just like our theater teacher was very cool and like we very much just approached the show at least in rehearsals and stuff as like this is a musical what is the character arc of my character like these are people it was never like you are portraying the lord our savior Mm -hmm. let jesus move through it was like no what's what's this character feeling what are they going through what's the elements of this so i felt like i heard it more from like outside teachers that would comment, like, in class after, like, school previews and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was mainly the Holy Spirit I feel like they had an issue with, that little, like, addition group. But for the most part, everyone was, like, really chill with it. And the fact that, like, we were all women, um, everyone was super fine with which Ooh, was very
0: cool women um so yeah can you so you just kind of described it can you go into more detail about like what you mean by like the holies like how was that staged
1: yeah so i'll give kind of like a um like we've mentioned this is a concept musical so we actually didn't do the kind of traditional clowny thing we set it at our school Okay. So the set was, like, um, the front of our building. And so Ooh. there's, like, these kind of brick rampways and, like, this walkway that's, like, the... Basically the front facade of the school yeah. was the set for the show. Plus a big yellow slide, which was super fun. And in my entrance, I got to slide down the big slide. And that's mm-hmm. how I entered. And it was very cool. Mm. Um, But, yeah. So it was very much positioned as, like, these are high schoolers kind of going through the world like at our school which I thought was kind of cool um and then yeah the holy spirit I'm trying to remember it was very much like it it was essentially our way of having a dance chorus Mm -hmm. so that they could like break out and do you know extra fun stuff um but I do remember there were like certain points of time where they would be like uh around me i guess kind of when like big things were happening it was kind of like this spirit was there helping facilitate as well which i don't know i think is actually kind of true to the bible because the whole thing is that like this was all preordained and predestined kind of thing so i don't think it's like that far off the mark
0: yeah i would say as a um oh my gosh I don't remember the two versions of Christianity, but uh, at at least the versions of this topic that I'm going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. But my church are Calvinists, uh, which essentially believes in like what you're talking about, like predestination. There is no free will. uh, All of what we do is determined by God. Um, And so I feel like that interpretation would actually flow pretty well. And that. Brings up like one of the more interesting things about this show is that like when Judas portrays Jesus, there's like several interactions where Jesus is like, "Do what you have to do. Like, I mm-hmm. I, I know what you have to do. Just do it quickly." And I I there's almost a sense of like pre-forgiveness of like yeah do, do this yeah, um, fascinating. Oh my gosh, I can't believe no one there was no controversy, no issue with it.
1: I, not that I can remember. I mean, maybe there was stuff going on in the background, but, like, as far as I remember, everyone was really cool with it. Like, it was chill. Yeah.
0: What is it like to grow up in a non-religious environment in a <laughs> Catholic school? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I would have... I can't yeah. imagine. I don't We're think... also,
1: like, the most liberal Catholic school. Yeah, that's fair, So it was like, very, like, yeah, still, dude,
0: cool. You're the most liberal of Catholics. For- yeah. <laughs> I I don't think, and, and I I I want to keep on asking you about the, your your production, but like, I don't think my parents would have let me be in the show. I think interesting. If, if, I don't think my parents would have let me be in the show. Yeah, and,
1: that's so interesting. Or at
0: least we would have had to have a discussion. It it, it like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 it it. Uh, Anyway, Um, so you were playing Jesus, which, you know, you have curly brown hair, so therefore you're automatically Jesus. Um,
1: (laughs) It was like my first big role. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd had other leading roles, but in terms of like, I mean... This was the show where, like, at the end, you know, as they're like singing the last line, everybody puts their hands back. And I had like the walk down the stairs was like, oh, yes, the final bow, Mm -hmm. like that kind of lead role. Uh,
0: When you the the amount of high school ego that is determined by the order of bows of the bows (laughs) uh, and when you finally get the final bow. like. It Everyone was a good senior moment. my fucking boots. All <laughs> of you guys can go home. Um, were there any, uh, what was the most, like, challenging part of, like, because Jesus requires a lot of charisma for this show. Like, what was the hardest part about, like, inhabiting and carrying the show?
1: Honestly, I guess the interesting thing in, like... So for context, senior year was a very rough year for me, mental health wise. Mm -hmm. So I was playing this role in the midst of like a pretty deep, depressive episode Mm -hmm. where like, you know, will I still be here at graduation was like very much a question that was running through my brain. So in a weird way, being in a show where like all of act two you're kind of just contemplating, like, is life worth living? What am I trying to do? And, like, right. the moment of, like, you know, please, God, if you can, take this cup away from me. Like, shit hit really deep for me because mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, this is a lot of the musings that I'm doing quietly inside my own brain. But I'm able to, like, explore it
0: mm-hmm.
1: kind of through theater. So I guess, like, I don't know, skipping ahead in questions, but, like my biggest takeaway this was like the show that for me solidified like oh this is what i want to do
0: right like
1: this is yeah i kind of like the the transformative or like healing power of story where it was like in doing the show i was like oh i'm able to get a clarity and perspective that i can't in my normal life Mm -hmm. and so i yeah i feel like i owe a lot to doing this show
0: yeah because you didn't you didn't choose to pursue theater professionally until relatively late in high school right was this kind of the point
1: yeah it was like junior year that i decided like i think i'm gonna go Mm -hmm. like apply to more theater schools but even then i was applying theater ed Mm -hmm. um and it was kind of around that time where i was like maybe i should think about performance tracks too Mm -hmm. yeah
0: now I'm gonna cut this out, but uh, while you were going through that, I did want to go, Megan. We were all suicidal senior year of high school. <laughs> Not special. <laughs> Stop pretending you're special. Come on. Um, it's just a, com- snooze, snooze, tomato, tomato, tomato. So <laughs>
1: that's why I love you.
0: Were there specific songs or dance breaks that were challenging for you, or uh, that you particularly enjoyed?
1: Yeah, um, I remember um, one that was really cool, learn your lessons well. There's this cool interlude that J- Jesus sings about, like, the lamp of the body is the eye. Mm-hmm. And it's a cool moment, but it's also, it was just really cool because the whole stage was dark and then all of the apostles had, like, flashlights. Yeah. And so it was this very cool moment. So I really like that. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing was just kind of negotiating, because this role is obviously written for a man in a tenor part. So, like, most of the songs I sang as written, mm-hmm. um, and then a couple of them, like uh, you went up. Beautiful City and Alas for You, I, like, uh, flipped up the octave and sang higher, more of, like, soprano tone level, because right. I was like, this goes too low for me. <laughs> uh, I am not a man. Um but yeah, uh, those were fun. Uh, all for the Best was very fun. Yeah. I remember really liking that and doing the soft shoe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the biggest thing was just that like the people that played the Apostles were all really cool people mm-hmm. and we just became this like very close-knit community mm-hmm. um, and it was truly arranged. We had like... I don't think we had any freshmen, but we had sophomores, juniors, and seniors in that group. Right. So it was like, I don't know, all of us just like really bonded. And it was kind of just like a special time to be able to tell a story with your friends and like really rely Mm. on each other and have Mm. that give and take.
0: Were there any, obviously the apostles and John the Baptist and Judas all kind of have like, because they aren't really given character, they kind of, in all the productions, they kind of take on mm-hmm. their own bits. Were there any bits that you remember uh, working particularly well or any character choices that anyone did that you remember being interesting?
1: Um I remember uh turn back o oh man uh the girl that did that song fucking killed it was very fun she like came down through the audience and like this feather boa and was like all up on the audience members and it's it's a funny song too mm. it's kind of like the slinky strip teasy kind of song Yeah another uh,
0: uh, blasphemous point because it's too yeah. sexy and Jesus doesn't you know Jesus isn't involved in anything sexy
1: Right, you know, with all those prostitutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, yeah, she fucking killed it. Everybody was great. Yeah. Um, I remember On the Willows was a really cool song because it was a trio of women as opposed to a trio of guys. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it is, but just like the key adjustment for it. It sounded so good. And the three people that did it, they also did like their own little chorus trio thing. Um, So they just had like beautifully blended voices. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a stunning song.
0: I'm so, I did not know that you'd play Jesus. That's so wild. It's,
1: it was also very much one of those things where between like that and Beauty and the Beast, I was like, I'm super grateful for going to this school because these are roles that I'll never get to play yeah. again for yeah. the most part. I mean, we're starting to see some change in that with gender bending, but like for the most part, we like to stay pretty yeah. on the money.
0: I could see, I, I, I don't think a female Jesus and Godspell is that far out of the box, I feel like. Yeah, I, I feel like I could totally see that happening. But you're right; they're like, this is not a, a professional role that like. Right,
1: it's not a traditional casting.
0: Um, what was
1: interesting? Sorry, mm, not to interrupt. No, no. Go the ahead. year that we did Godspell, um, I don't know if the licensing company messed up because generally you're not supposed to have that many productions of the same show happening in the same area because it hurts ticket sales. Yeah. Um, there were three local area Catholic high schools that were all doing godspell it was oh us God. jesuit and central catholic all doing it all at the same time
0: did you uh, go see the other shows
1: i did not go see the other shows because they were literally like going on at the same time so oh, i okay. <laughs> didn't get a chance to see them um but the directors from the different shows went and saw the other shows um
0: and what was their review uh,
1: I remember one of the directors from one of the other shows saying that my finale was the most heartbreaking of all of them and I was like thanks
0: maybe she meant heartbreaking as like you tried. was <laughs> so bad. You tried. <laughs> and that's heartbreaking.
1: And I remember our theater teacher who like me also is not a big musical person and she's always like <laughs> bleh these suck. Um but being yeah, like getting really Yeah, she picked the right really... career then. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Like getting really into the show and being like, I'm really into, I don't know. It was just like everything kind of clicked into place weirdly. And like, I think for everyone that was in that show, like it has kind of stuck with us. I've talked to other people and we're all like, yeah, I don't know. There was something special about that show, whether it was the people or the time or whatever. But like, it was just a really positive experience all the way around.
0: Yeah. Can I just say there is nothing that makes me resent my friendship with you more than the fact that your high school theater experience got to be enjoyable got to be pleasant that there every time i ask you was there drama you're like not really we all just like we're respectful and liked each other and literally last night i had a nightmare about my high school theater apartment so violent i woke up screaming and like that's where i'm at so fuck you and i hope you die um,
1: we'll go back in time and get you a new fun high school theater experience
0: okay yeah we'll go back back in time and make my high school th- experience good and then I'll go back in time and take you out of the knees so that something happens <laughs> in your high school so anyway. it's fair mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like in, in like Obviously, you said in professional life, you would never really be casted as Jesus. Who would you, I guess it's not a matter of who would you be cast as, but like, what song would you want to, what solo would you want to take in a professional version now?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I.
0: You said by my side. I I can really, I can. I,
1: yeah, I do love that song. I would love to sing that one. Um, uh, Bless the Lord. Hmm. Uh for an up tempo one, I think that one's very fun. I also just love like the girl group vibe of it, yeah, um, but yeah, by my side, I would love to sing
0: mm-hmm. who would who would you cast me as, or what song would you give me if if not mm-hmm. casting me as
1: um, I feel like. <laughs> I what? feel like you'd be really good on We Beseech Thee. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, this has been a fun podcast. <laughs> good to know. Or
1: like podcast. All Good Gifts. I feel like you could just get like really into that <laughs> vibe.
0: I I was going to say, if I, a, a lot of my casting choices are predicated on the sentence. If I was just one foot taller, if I was just like five <laughs> inches taller, um, I feel like I could do a good Judas I yeah, because I, I can't I really maybe when I was in high school, I could buy into the like bubblegum Molly tripping like joy. Yeah, that's fair. I and think
1: that might be a little bit of a stretch. I really
0: <laughs> I just can't do that anymore. And Judas is even though he like buys into the joy there is a level like all for the best there's like a level of cynicism in him yes that I feel very like much so I'd be able to tap into
1: also I think you would like kill that fucking little soft shoe number duet it's a I, very fun
0: song every day I wake up and I wonder why my family didn't put me in like tap classes as a young child because i feel like and i don't mean this as like any form of self-deprecation i feel like i have the body of a tap dancer i feel like you look at me and you'd be like did you ever tap dance and i i I just feel like that was a missed opportunity for them (laughs) wrapping up what do we think it says about high schools and churches and community theaters across the world that godspell is still done like every summer like everywhere
1: yeah, I think it says, we have a lot of people that love Jesus in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like like you've talked about, the show kind of rides the fine line of not being quite so charge groupy and not quite so blasphemous. So it mm-hmm. fits that nice middle ground for the groups that want to be edgy without really ruffling any feathers.
0: Yeah, um, I think, I mean, the mutable cast size, the like. Yes. Any applicable time period or i mean if you like you said like with your production if you just have school uniforms run with it do that yep um i also this is going to be kind of controversial and i feel like this is going to be what my dad calls me about um when i was growing up in the southern evangelical church there is this feeling that you are taught that like Christians are in the minority, and Christians are against the world, and we are alone, and there are not that many of us who truly believe in Christ. But I feel like this show and its popularity demonstrates to me that there are millions of people who Mm -hmm. have a passing or, or... not even passing, but just, like, a different relationship with church and Jesus than what kind of this one-sided Baptist view has. Uh, and that they appreciate this very non-controversial, non-like, there There, is nothing hard to swallow in this musical. It is all very joyful and simple and can be swallowed and accepted by anyone uh who has a passing relationship with the bible.
1: Yeah. For absolutely. good and bad, for good and bad, but mm-hmm, you know.
0: mm-hmm. um what do we think about the show as a, as a whole? Do we should, should high schools keep on doing it? Do we think it's a good show?
1: I mean, listen, like if I'm naming favorite musicals, this show is not going to come up. Yeah. But what I do like about it is, like we've talked about, that kind of mutability, I think, leaves room for uh, actors of any age to really be able to po- impose their kind of own artistry onto it, both the directors and the actors, and really work on like making a piece and a character their own, mm-hmm. which I think is a really cool opportunity, especially for younger performers. So, yeah, I think it's a a worthwhile show to do. It's maybe not at the top of my bucket list for high schools to do, but I see why they do it. And I think it's a fine choice.
0: Yeah. You know what, high schools? You can do this show. You have our permission. Thank you guys so much for listening to this uh, holy sacrament episode of The High School Musical Show. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at The High School Musical Show. Megan, is there anything you want to plug?
1: go follow at only the best birds on instagram for your daily do- twice weekly dose of bird <laughs> facts we had to scale back
0: yeah uh you you had a consulting meeting with the board of directors and uh-huh. all kind of discussed we felt
1: that twice a week was more appropriate yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it 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 matched your business plan a little bit more and you know elon met with you and discussed yeah, buyout. we
1: had a long conversation about twitter and all yeah
0: that. yeah you guys are just really appreciative of the free speech that you allow in your platform. Which Absolutely. Is good. Thank you guys again for listening. So we are uh, getting close to the wrap up of season one, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And this has just been the most fun to do, uh, especially with you, uh, my, my own personal son of God, um, uh, Megan. Wow. <laughs> uh, and with that, uh, my Lord, uh, mm-hmm. shall you... Uh, send us into the great beyond as I prepare the way for thee uh, blah blah Absolutely. blah mm-hmm. finish the show
1: <clears throat> in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the end
0: and also with you